You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Hello and welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. I'm so glad you joined me. And today is going to be episode 40. And I'm going to talk about resistance. Um, resistance in the sense of resisting things that come our way that are not from God. Okay. And so uh, just jump right into it, dealing with resistance. Uh, a definition of resistance could be the refusal to accept or comply with something, the attempt to prevent something by action or argument, the ability to not be affected by something, especially adversely. And, um, you know, that word resistant had really been resounding in my spirit for the last couple of weeks of how, you know, I'm relating it to the immune system and um, knowing that even in the natural, how our our bodies need to be um, built up in such a way that it resists uh, disease and sickness. And I'll talk a little bit about that as it correlates to the spirit realm and our spiritual being. And, um, and so, but it just kept resonating in my spirit, especially during this day and time, how we need to build up a resistance to the enemy, a resistance to um, what comes our way. And um, when we build up that resistance, when something comes our way, when hardship comes our way, when trouble comes our way, when distress comes our way, when sickness comes our way, um, we'll be able to buffer it from us. And, and that's the incredible, awesome gift that we get from being in the body of Christ, being children of God, being joint heirs um, with Jesus Christ and heir to the throne, is that he gives us that buffer that we need through the word of God, this is Changing Lives Podcast. Got to be based on the word of God. Can't get around it. Don't want to get around it. Hallelujah. Thank God for the word of God. And so resistance is what we need. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of that uh, familiar scripture that oftentimes many of us were here um, from out of James 4, 7, where it says to submit yourselves, therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Now, that's a very it's a very short verse and it almost seems so simple. Um but there's so much wrapped into that particular verse. Um and so I want to hone in on that resist the devil and he will flee from you. Uh in the message version it says this, yell aloud no to the devil and watch him scamper. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Um, and the Amplified, it says this. So be subject to God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. And of course, we know when the devil comes against us or comes at us with something, he comes from all different directions. He will hit whatever he can, low behind the belt, spirit, soul, body, um, you know, just mentally, he, he'll come in so many different directions. Um, but the word of God tells us when we resist that. So if he comes with, with, um, with something to cause us to worry by right? giving the suggestions of, of something that 
um, won't happen or won't ever happen. You know, uh, or so, he'll cause us to doubt. But when we resist him, that means at that moment that he comes at us, if we resist him, then he immediately flees. And so we have to, as Christians, know what is it that helps us to resist the enemy? And what do we need to do in order to resist the enemy to cause him to that point to be able to flee? And so um, and so I'm thinking about, you know, in the natural sense, as we deal with building up resistance, um, in the natural sense, you know, um, you say, for instance, you look at something such as um, getting in shape. That's a wonderful thing for all of us. Okay. Getting in shape, you're getting in shape. And, and so you go to the gym or you go, to, you know, get on the treadmill, you get on, you know, uh, the elliptical machine, uh, just, uh, maybe you start lifting weights, um, you do different things. Um, but those types of exercises that build resistance or provides resistance are those exercises that can be very beneficial to helping to build our muscles um, where we can burn the fat and uh, build up those muscles that all of us have. Some of us can't find it, sad to say, but it's there. All of us have muscles and we have to build them up in order for uh, our body, our anatomy to have the physical strength that we need. And so, so you look at, you know, uh, things as such as lifting weights and, and, and things like that. It creates resistance. And of course, it's an, it's, it's a known fact that when somebody has their physical muscles built up, then when they need to lift a heavy weight, not necessarily weight, you know, dumbbars, but when they have to do something that requires physical strength, they have the, the 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 greater advantage to be able to, um, to be strong enough to do whatever is needed um, to exert that physical strength, and so so it's through those resistant things. You know, when you lift weights, the, the weights are heavy, but it's weighing against your body. It's resisting against your body to cause those muscles to begin to tear and to build uh, upon. Um, uh, what you already have. And so, um, so it's, it's, it's very similar in the spirit realm. You know, we, we have faith. All of us have been given a measure of faith, right? And so when you've been given a measure of faith, um, you, you want to make sure that your spiritual muscles are strong enough that you build up your strength that you need by using, um, resistance. Now, how does that look in the spirit realm? Well, resistance comes in different ways. We can use resistance uh, where we build it up within ourselves to resist the devil, or we can allow the things that come up against us resisting uh, who we are or what we have to cause us to make us stronger. Okay. And so, I mean, when you look in the natural, when you deal with you know, uh, weights and and all of those things, they are equipped to cause you to, to uh, you know, to struggle, okay? If you think about it, <laughs> um, if you just get like a, maybe a one pound weight, you know, that's nothing. You can just lift that all day long. But if you go to a two pound weight, 
uh, that may create just a little bit. You may begin to feel a little bit of something. And the more you increase that weight, it's designed that it begins to create whatever you need to build that muscle. And and when you look at um, in the spirit realm how things come against us, those are things that can can um, be analogy or 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 are made similar to weights. Okay, and so. Cares of the world comes. It's a weight. It weighs on you. Um, uh, distress and tribulation and trouble and all those things. All those things are weight. That's that weight that, that in Hebrews 11, it talks about, uh, uh, Hebrews 12, where it talks about lay aside the weight that does so easily beset us. Okay. So those are weights. But but in the natural, right, the weights are used to help build your muscles. The same in the spirit realm. The weights that the enemy throws our way, we can take those weights and we can use it to help us build our faith and for us to become stronger, that we don't allow those things to weigh us down, but we take them and what God does with them. That's that scripture in Romans 8, where it says that he works out all things together for the good. That's a perfect example that what the devil throws at us to to weigh us down, to keep us down, God will take it and cause it to uh, make us better, to make us stronger, to make us wiser. And so and so so that's one way that we can build our resistance is by allowing God to help us. Uh, by using our faith. That means when an opposition opposition comes your way as a weight, when you go to the word of God, you're exercising your faith. Your faith is buffering up against the weight that's coming your way. And what is it doing? It's making you stronger. It's making you wiser. Amen. And so, but another way of looking at resistance is when you build it up internally, because that's, that. you know, when you look at the natural, that's building outwardly. But um, if you make an analogy to like immune system, like your immune system, when you're dealing with diseases and, and all kinds of things, and certainly, you know, when you're dealing with COVID-19, it's a known fact that with those that have pre-existing medical um, situations going on, that they have the, the tendency to have the most hardship in dealing with uh, COVID-19 and, and, and many have not been able to make it through. And so, but it's those that have the strong, um, immune systems, um, that, that, that they're able to ward off in a better sense, um, as for the most part, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, so I'm not trying to <laughs> diagnose or analyze or whatever, but just as observation that, um, those that have that strong immune system have a better uh, a percentage of fighting off COVID-19 and, and coming out on top. And so, but when you look at, you parallel your natural immune system to the spiritual immune system, they both need to have the same care. And so we know, you know, uh, I mean, our apostle has been ministering to us about eating right, you know, all of these things that we need to be putting in our bodies 
So it's, it's not like it's something we don't know, but we have to be constantly reminded because our flesh, there's no good thing in this flesh. This flesh wants what it wants. And except we train this flesh and keep hearing through uh, 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 our, our apostle, our pastor, um, uh, being encouraged by the word that says, this is, who, this is uh, who we are. We are the temple of the living God. And this is how we should be treating our temple. I mean, we know about good health. We know about nutritious food and exercising and drinking pure water, good water, drinking water on a regular basis. Okay. We know, aside, you know about laying aside or laying off the junk food and even things such as plenty of sleep and healthy and, 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 you know, uh, good thoughts. All of those things are key ingredients that lead into a healthy immune system. And I'm just talking about in the physical sense that your physical body is, 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 is leans more on the healthier side uh, of an immune system that when sickness, disease, or common cold, or different things comes your way, then your body has been innately designed to be able to fight off the germs and things that come your way, the viruses and, and things like that. Um, and so, and it's, and it's the ingredients of practicing good physical health, right? And so we know that. Um, but when we look at it, even in the spiritual sense, how it parallels to it, um, I, I kind of want to use Paul's life as as kind of a, a, um, a, a point of, of to, to stick a pin in as far as how his life was and what he did uh, in the face of opposition and how that relates to having a healthy spiritual immune system. Okay. And so, um, so I'm going to start out in uh second Corinthians, the fourth chapter. And actually this is my favorite verse of all times. It's kind of like my model to motto as well, starting out from the seventh verse. And it says, um, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us, the treasures in these earthen vessels. Okay. And then the eighth verse goes on to say, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. And this is Paul. He, Paul, you know, he wrote quite a bit of the New Testament, but in particular, this particular uh, scripture reference he he taught. Um, and I think about Paul's life and I think about all that he went through, the persecution that he went to. And then his latter years, he was in prison. And quite a bit of the, the scripture that he wrote was coming from out of his experience in prison. And so he was able to talk about how we are troubled on every side, or um, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, cast down, but not destroyed. And this was Paul dealing with all these hardships, but because of um, his, 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 his immune system and the spirit was built up so strong so strong. I mean, if you look through all the word where it talks about, you know, uh, in the New Testament, uh, how we live today, uh, uh, living by love, living, you know, um, uh, loving people, living by faith, you know, uh, uh, reaching the loss at any cost. I mean, all of this is in the word of God. You know, Paul talked about how he, he you know, he, he's kept the faith. I mean, because he was able 
to to stay focused on his assignment and 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 because he knew he had to stay focused on his assignment he couldn't allow things to get enlarged in his heart he he couldn't allow um you know him to be distracted from you know even being in prison that that wasn't his limitation but you know you look at this and it's like you know, for someone to be in prison, but yet still have a good attitude, yet still have a positive attitude, still have a upbeat, joyful attitude about, yeah, we're going through trouble, we're going through distress, we're going through all this. But look, the flip side is this. We are not perplexed. We're not despair. We're not cast down. We're not destroyed, you know. And so so that was all as a result of Paul having a healthy immune system, okay? And so when we begin to to look in the Word of God and see an analogy of several things that I that I talked about, you know, to have in the natural a healthy system, you know, you the the food that you eat, the water that you drink, um, you know, the the exercise, um, the sleep, um, and and even the thoughts that you think, all of those are key components to a healthy um, immune system. So in the natural, in the spirit realm, we know food, eating the right foods, right? I mean, come on now. Um, You know, but the word of God says, man should not eat by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And so our bread, our water is from the word of God. Amen. And so if we don't, if we're not eating the word of God, then our system will not be able to be built up to resist, um, you know, uh, when uh, different things come our way, when trouble comes our way, when distress comes our way, then we will be troubled. And that's all we'll be thinking about. We will be perplexed. And that's all we will be thinking about. But when we're built up on the substance of the word, the, the meat of the word, then we can flip that script. We can flip that thing around. We can resist what the enemy is throwing our way. When it seems like hardship on every hand, we can still see the goodness of God rising to the top. We can still see that we're not cast down. That means that we ain't cast down. That means there is a hope. That means we're coming out on top. Amen. And so at spiritual, the spiritual moon system, of course, we need the word of God. Plain and simple, right? So then in the natural sense, we need water. I mean, people hate to drink water. I know when we grew up, we had uh, just the well water. We grew up in the country, y'all. So we had well water and the water was so good, you know, but nowadays, you know, you got water that's, that's, that's been um, purified with, with all kinds of chemicals to try to keep it um, uh, in a healthy state where we can even drink it. So most people don't even want to drink tap water because it's got so many chemicals uh, in it to to purify the water so that it can so it won't harm us. But even if you drink that, that will eventually harm you. So it kind of defeats the purpose, right? But that's why we have. Uh, bottled water. I mean, everywhere you look, bottled water. I mean, back in the day, you wouldn't even think about bottling water. You just go to the well, you go to the stream, you get your water. And so in the natural, that's what we do. But even in the spirit, we need the living water. What's the living water? The Holy Ghost. We need the spirit of the living God 
uh, indwelling in us and filling us up to overflowing. The living water. You know, you hear those songs that say, spring up, oh well, within my soul. You know, um, it, that's talking about the Holy Spirit, that fountain of living water. The Holy Spirit is our agent in the earth today to give us that cutting edge. He, he is our helper. He is our standby. He is our intercessor. So just like we need water because our body is made up with mostly water, over 90% of, 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 of water, you know, the same with our spirit. We need more of the Holy Spirit than we need anything else because the Holy Spirit is in is the essence of God and, and He's in line with the Word of God. He's in line with God. He's in line with everything that pertains to uh, God and godliness. So we need the Holy Spirit because He can lead us. He can guide us. He can direct us. You know, it sounds simple, right? But how many times do we get caught up in all kinds of things and we forget that we have the helper with us? We forget to ask for the leading of the Holy Spirit who can show us things to come and bring things to our remembrance. I want you to read John, the 14th chapter, and I want you to read the 16th chapter. It's talking about the Holy Ghost. When Jesus said that I will not leave you comfortless, but I will send you another comforter. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. And you know, many of us, we fill with the Spirit, but oftentimes He is our last resort. You know, and so, but He is our change agent here in the earth realm. And we have to learn how to depend on the Holy Ghost. So we pray in the Holy Ghost. We be led by the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so that he can help us. But we need the Holy Ghost just like we need water. And if you don't have a revelation of how much we need water, then you probably will have a hard time figuring out how much we need the Holy Ghost. Amen. So, but that's a part of a healthy spiritual immune system. And so then the next thing is dealing with exercise, exercise. Who likes exercise? Just show me a picture of them so I can be encouraged. All right. I mean, exercise, we all need it. We all need to do it. You know, this day and age, you know, we, we, we're more couch potatoes. We sit in front of TVs. We're sitting at our desks in our office. We, we, we're, we're not we're not, we don't move around as much as we used to back in the day. Back in the day, you, you had to, you had to make your own this or make your own that. You had to farm your own land. So you had exercise all the time, you know? And so, but in the, in today's world, we need to really work at it. There's all kinds of equipment, you know? And so, so I push myself. I don't like it, but I push myself to get up early to do exercise because I know if I don't, I'm going to be a couch potato and I don't want to be a couch potato. Okay. So, but exercise, well, how does that relate in the spirit realm? In the spirit realm, we need a healthy immune system undergirded with exercise. What? Putting the word of God into action, exercising our faith. Because sometimes we can be guilty of knowing so much of the word that we're no earthly good. Why? Because we're just sitting on it. We're not, we're not, we're not putting the word of God into action. When the enemy comes knocking at your door to present sickness to you, what do you do? You put the word of God into action. And, 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 and for some, you know, we wait until, you know, it's too late to try to get in shape. No, we need to be in shape. So if you're already confessing the word of God, if you're already standing on he healing scriptures and believing God, I mean, I'm going to put it out there, you know, even dealing with, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, hot flashes and things like that. I'm, I'm 54, so I'm in that category where a lot of women are dealing with hot flashes and um, PMS and those types of things. Um, you know, but but I believe God that I don't have to go through it. I, that's what I'm trusting God for. Now, did I just start believing him for that? No. Every time I would hear stories from my sisters, every time I would hear somebody say a story about, you know, oh, they're, they're having a hot flash, they're going through this and they're going through that and hormonal imbalance and all that. I have re- built up a resistance to it. So when I hear it, I immediately kick into, not for me, not, it's not going to come my way. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. And what am I doing? I'm resisting the enemy. So I have built up my spiritual immune system to resist it that I won't succumb to what is being presented to me. And so in the natural, we exercise. In the spirit realm, we exercise our faith by speaking the word of God out, by declaring the word of God out, by what the word of God says in John and James the four, to resist the devil. So we don't just look at the devil and watch him do whatever he's going to do. No, we resist him. We blatantly tell him no. We rebuke him in the name of Jesus. That's exercising our faith. We be doers of the word and not just hearers only. Building our spiritual immune system. We got to do it, y'all. And then two more things I want to share. You know, rest is a key thing. And I'm telling you, the devil is a liar in the area of rest. You need to fight for your physical rest, but also you need to fight for your spiritual rest. We need those teeth two key ingredients so that we can come out on top. Think about it. When you when you when you don't have the rest and many of us have been challenged during this time where you can't sleep at night, um where where um you know you you have restless nights and all of those things, that's not our lot, saints of God. That is not our promise. That is not our inheritance from God. No, God wants us to have sweet sleep at night. So you got to recognize what you got to do in order to have physical sleep. You know, if you don't have spiritual rest, you you can't sleep physically. Okay. So we got those two go hand in hand. You know, I'm thinking about the scripture in Matthew 11, 28 through 23. And it says, come unto me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and um, humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so so that's what God has given us. He, he has made it so that he has given us rest. So you got to go and look in both sides, the natural, what is it that is keeping you from resting? And then you got to fight for your rest. That means if you need to make yourself go to bed at a certain time, sometimes if you, if you, if you fall asleep on the couch too early, then you get up and go get in the bed. I know like for me, it just throws my sleep cycle up. So I have to discipline myself to get in the bed. Even if you're going to sit and read for a little bit, or even if you have a TV in your room, you're going to watch TV for a little bit, or just whatever you may do, but at least you're falling asleep in your bed. There's certain things in your room and, and, and it's a whole nother podcast, even dealing with rest. But there are things that we've learned down through the years that you know is the best way to give you rest. So do what you have to do. 
But more so than anything, you need to enter into a spiritual rest. And that spiritual rest comes from simply learning how to trust God. Take him at his word. If his word says it, then why am I worrying? Then why am I concerned about what's going to happen or what hasn't happened or what needs to happen? Why? Because I have not fully put my trust in God, okay? And so that's where you need to work on. Work on trusting God. You're worried about who's going to be the president. You know what? It At this point, it doesn't matter because my life is in God's hand. The word of God says the government shall be upon his shoulders. So my trust, my hope, my dependency is in God. And I pray for whoever becomes the president because that's what we're supposed to do, y'all. We're supposed to pray for our leaders. And so we pray for them. But is my hope and trust in them? Absolutely not. My hope and trust is in God. And then lastly, um, what helps us to have a strong, healthy immune system is our thoughts our thought patterns, the way we're thinking, even in the natural, if you're not thinking right, if you think, oh, I can't do this, even, you know, I can remember when I first started working out at the gym in my neighborhood, I actually went to the neighborhood gym and I joined this little, you know, workout group. And, um, but what I found in that workout group, there was a mixture of people. Some people had good attitudes. Some people had bad. Some people didn't want to be there. It's like, well, why are you here? Leave because it's your choice. But don't bring me down because you're being negative. You're murmuring. You're complaining. You're belly aching about every little thing. If you're here, do it. And so that's what I learned even in, in, in dealing with physical fitness and things like that. If I'm going to do it, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to murmur. I'm just going to do what I need to do. I'm going to stick it out as much as I can. I'm going to keep my mouth shut if I can't speak anything good. But one of the things I know I do, I tell, I say, God, I can do all things to Christ. I speak to myself, y'all. But when you're negative and you're thinking, it comes out. Okay. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so the same way as it relates to spiritual, you know, if, if you don't have pure thoughts, if your thoughts are not thinking on those things, like in Philippians chapter four, where it says those things that are lovely, that are just, that are pure, that are honest, that are a good report, that are full of virtue. If there be any praise, come on now, this is how we ought to think. And so so if we're not thinking straight, then how in the world can we receive the word of God as truth? How in the world can we govern our lives by the word of God? And so as you look at this, it's, it's kind of cute little thing, but it's so, so powerful when you look at the natural analogy to the spiritual analogy. So I want to encourage you, and by both fronts, Build up your immune systems, your physical immune system and your spiritual immune system. Resist the devil. And guess what he's going to do? He's going to flee in Jesus name. I pray this has been a blessing to you. Walk out the word in Jesus name. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, Find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org and follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.